0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 45. And my guest for this episode is Jake Kaufman. Jake, thank you for coming on.
1: Hey, Mike, as I always say, once again, thanks for letting me join. And it's always great to talk sports with you.
0: No problem. It's always great to talk sports with you as well. So, yeah. All right. Let's get into our topics for this episode. Uh, The Aaron Rodgers contract. Uh, Aaron Donald fight uh, New York Giants training camp situation and Carson Wentz injury let's start off with the Aaron Rodgers contract what do you think what do you think
1: well I think this is bittersweet for Green Bay you locked up your man you locked up your franchise quarterback who took over after Brett Favre has been the Bears killer for years he's gotten yourself one Super Bowl probably should have gotten more if it wasn't for that for that botch on the onside kick in the FC Championship 2015 against Seattle. So you had a great opportunity then. This is really a bittersweet. I see it as bittersweet. You got him locked up for one more year. The good news is they're not in a tough situation with Aaron Rodgers possibly leaving next year. They have a quarterback in waiting in Jordan Love. I remember watching him in Nevada in that, uh, I think it was the Tropical Smoothie Bowl. Yeah tropical smoothie bowl Hmm. he threw I believe it was six or seven total touchdowns in that game sure he has some accuracy issues like I think it was like in the 50s below 60 percent but look at Josh Allen Josh Allen was like that all throughout college and even in his first season in the NFL now look at him he's an MVP caliber quarterback just got that huge contract so it's not a bad situation for Green Bay you got Rodgers for one more year you got Jordan Love in waiting But the problem becomes who's going to leave once Rodgers is gone. I've been seeing all these rumors on social media about Devontae Adams possibly leaving if he doesn't get the long-term extension that he demands. And I really don't understand many of these NFL teams. You have a proven wide receiver one. Devontae Adams had arguably his career year, and you still don't want to give him the money he deserves and make him one of the highest paid wide receivers in the league when he's proven with his production, especially even with last year, he was out two or, I think it was like three games. He missed three games with an injury and he still was one of the top receivers in the NFL. That just shows his value, his value to Green Bay. And I think he deserves to be paid the money he deserves. Arguably, he should be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL right now.
0: Yeah, I agree with you about Devontae Adams. I also uh, agree with you about Aaron Rodgers. I I think it's great. It's great for the Packers that they have him back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers under center, I think, I I just think things can go really well this year for the Packers.
1: Oh, yeah, it should go. But the problem is Green Bay fans, I don't know how Jordan Love will be because we haven't really seen him much in game action. I think he'll be a fine quarterback. I think it would be a fine quarterback. I really didn't understand that draft pick at the time when you could have got a wide receiver in that draft. Instead, you got Aaron Rodgers' successor. You could have probably maybe looked into this year's draft with that whole contract situation. You probably could have waited into round two, maybe into round one, like try and move up and draft somebody like a Kellen Mun from Texas A&M in this year's draft. Like no offense to Jordan Love. He's a great quarterback. I just thought with Green Bay drafting him a few years back, you could have addressed another position instead of finding Aaron Rodgers successor, especially with this draft class. It was a great draft class, very deep draft class of quarterbacks, or you could even look into next year's draft class. You got, who is it? Clemson's quarterback. You got, who is it? Uh, Malik White, the Auburn transfer of for Liberty. I'm trying to think who else you got. Bryce Young up and coming at Alabama. Hold on. Man, I'm trying to think of all these great quarterbacks in next year's draft class. Like, it's a deep draft class of quarterbacks. You could have even found your successor to Rogers next year and maybe go out and sign a veteran just just to hold it down for a year or two before you develop the next starter. Like, I think, honestly, with that Jordan Love pick kind of, screwed over green Bay a little bit and now they're starting to pay the price for it. Now, like I said before, great quarterback. It's just, I wouldn't have drafted him in that draft. I would have addressed another position. Yeah.
0: I agree with you there. Uh, I agree with what you're saying surrounding the Packers as well. And uh, this offseason for the Packers has been nothing short
1: of absolutely insane. It's anarchy. Yeah. It's anarchy straight up anarchy. Rogers was threatening to leave and possibly retire. Adams was also not saying anything about his future. So a lot of people, a lot of the guys are worried about him. Yeah. It's just anarchy in green Bay. Yeah. Well, it's, it's settled down for now, but the problem becomes you got to lock in Devonte Adams. That's yeah. ultimately will help. I think that should help Jordan love if he is the next quarterback for the Packers Like, look at the Bears with Justin Fields right now. He's got all these weapons. He's got Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin. I'm trying to think. Damian Williams, Tariq Cohen, David Montgomery, Jimmy Graham, Cole Komet. He's got all these weapons around him. Like, he doesn't have to worry about that much with his decent offensive line. Like, I think that offensive line's decent. But to make a rookie quarterback feel more comfortable is, can he have weapons to throw to? And Green Bay has plenty of weapons. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. We'll probably see like what Devin Funches can do this year. Forget who else is Mark Marque- Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Good deep ball guy. And we've seen Jordan Love love to throw that deep ball in Nevada. He's got plenty of weapons. I think if he's the next quarterback and waiting for Green Bay, he's got plenty of weapons. He'll do fine under center.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, do you have anything else regarding Aaron Rodgers' contract or anything uh, else regarding the Packers offseason situation Right as of right oh, now? I,
1: I don't think so. I think we hit it perfectly, and future looks bright for the Packers after the Aaron Rodgers era.
0: I agree. I agree. All right. Now let's go to the Aaron Donald fight. This is, this is crazy stuff. Uh, what, what are your thoughts
1: on Aaron well, Donald? I had to look up this video. I had to actually watch the video. And I was reading the article a little bit. It was just a heat of the moment kind of thing. Aaron Donald is not used to getting blown up off the line of scrimmage. Like, I mean, look at him. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Two-time NFC defensive player of the year. Arguably, like I said before, one of the best defensive linemen in the NFL. You got to put two or three guys on him. He is not used to getting blown off the line of scrimmage. And believe me, take it from a guy that used to play defensive tackle I would have the same thing. If I get blown up off the line because I'm used to pass rushing and stuff, I get blown off the line. I've done it a couple of times. I've shoved, I've, I've shoved guys. I've, I've said a few things at them, but I think it was just a heat of the moment. He got annoyed. He's not used to that having happening to him. He shoved the guy started a brawl because usually it'll just start between the two of them, but then it got out of hand. Cause yeah. I think, I believe uh, Williams shoved him back and then it just became a fight and then it just became an all-out brawl just to try and break up the fight.
0: Yeah, Which it was one of
1: those he's not used to getting blown up off the line of scrimmage. He just did what anybody else would do when you get blown up off the line. Maybe he thought he was held on the play because this is just a scrimmage in practice. This isn't like you know preseason or an actual game where there will be referees watching the play. Maybe he got held. Maybe he thought guy did something illegal and he was just frustrated in the heat of the moment and decided Decided to shove him, which ultimately led to a fight breaking out. It was yeah. just a heat of the moment kind of situation with yeah, yeah. Donald.
0: Yeah, yeah, it also was um, Connor Williams, right?
1: Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Connor Williams was the guy that blew him up off the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay,
0: yeah, all right, cool. Uh, it's also
1: the joint practice thing. That's I think it's really, it's get, really that's, they that's, they that's really interesting. Interest at times, we've seen uh, what is it six years ago today. I just saw it on social media. D'Angelo Hall and De- and a young DeAndre Hopkins go at each other in the joint practices. We've seen this happen before. Many of these joint practices, they treat it like an actual football game. And at times, you get heated situations. Guys are talking, talk the talk, and they can walk the walk. But sometimes sometimes it just leads to arguments, and then it leads to fights, and then it leads to the bend, to the sidelines clearing and then trying to break up a fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else regarding Aaron Donald and the Rams Cowboys? No, I don't think so. All right, cool. Cool. Now let's move on to the New York Giants training camp situation.
1: What are your thoughts on that? Well, this has been interesting development. I've been watching this for the past few weeks. Kelvin Benjamin says he got into and I think it was a heated discussion with uh, Joe judge and then the GM of the Giants then that leads to him ultimately getting cut. We've also seen the same thing with the uh, Panthers cornerback, sadly hitting a guy across the head. And later that day with an illegal hit, I don't know if you just saw this, he got cut Wait. a few hours after that, after being thrown out of practice, he was cut by the Carolina Panthers. So I think it was like a situation like that. He claimed, he bashed heads with the wrong person. That ultimately led to his downfall from the organization. We've seen the Giants get into a little bit of a scuffle with even their franchise quarterback in a proven year, Daniel Jones, getting in the middle of the scuffle. I don't know what's going on with New York, but Joe judge needs to get this in order because he, this is a make or break year. You got Saquon coming off a torn ACL. You got, you went out in free agency and addressed many of the different situations. Like you went out and signed Kenny Galladay to add alongside Darius Slayton And Sterling Shepard, you addressed the wide receiver situation. You went out and got Kyle Rudolph to pair up with Evan Ingram. You're trying to win this year, especially in a weak NFC East. They have a great opportunity this year. Look at Dallas. Dallas is coming off an awful year. Dak Prescott is coming off the compound fracture in in his leg. So we don't know what he'll be doing. The Washington football team, they're still trying to find their franchise quarterback. Then you got the Philadelphia Eagles moving on from Carson Wentz and have a, a sort of proven Jalen Hurts, but he's still—I still consider him a rookie. He only played like three or four games at the end of the year as a starter, and now you expect him after something like Pat. You're thinking he's the next Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes only started one game his rookie year, and then look, the following year goes out and throws fifty over fifty, almost fifty touchdowns that year. This is a year for New York to easily win the NFC East. And so far it's been tough for them. I think they'll get their act together because they might, they have to realize right now, this is the year they can win the NFC East because of how weak it is. They have a great opportunity and they shouldn't let it be thrown away just because of guys getting into a scuffle at practice, guys bashing heads with the head coach and the general manager. They need to get their act together I think that they could easily, once they get that act together, start winning some games. You could be seeing the New York Giants next year in January, this coming January, NFC East champs and looking in a playoff spot.
0: Uh, yeah, I I do agree with you that Joe Joe Judge needs to uh, get this uh, get the uh, get the team under control and whatnot. I I also do think I agree with you that the uh, the Giants have a really solid chance of winning the NFC East. I do think. But I will. What I will say, I think uh, Jalen Hurts has uh, played well in those games that he did play. Yes, he has.
1: He has, but he hasn't played enough that it's like the New York, the Philadelphia Eagles are right now. I don't know if they look at him as a franchise quarterback after moving on from Carson Wentz. I mean, why did you go out and sign Joe Flacco? It's like the same thing with the Washington Redskins. I'm sorry, Washington Football Team. Sorry, I'm so used to calling them the native American name, but sadly now they're the Washington football team. Hopefully we'll be finding out that new name soon. (laughs) That's kind of hard, especially with all those years calling them that I'm trying to avoid it. Now I call them the Washington football team, but that just slipped out. (laughs) Right. Right. Go back to them about Washington football team. They went outside Ryan Fitzpatrick, arguably one of the greatest, best mentors in the NFL and arguably one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL has always found a way to start no matter where he's gone. I just respect him with the motor. And then when he loses his job, he's willing to help out the next in line. So with them, like they have a great opportunity, like New York. I hope they realize this soon. They need to realize this. The NFC East is weak, arguably one of the weakest divisions in the NFL. And you have a great shot this year at winning and making the playoffs. Like last year, The Washington football team had a seven and nine record and went to the playoffs, a losing record and made the playoffs. That's how weak the NFC East is. And they have a great opportunity this year. They were in the running last year, even without Saquon, they were in the running for it. Sadly came up short. Maybe this is the year they, they take that leap of faith and go to the playoffs.
0: Yeah. um, I, I, uh, I like what you're saying. I think it's really really good stuff. Thank you. No problem. Uh do you have anything anything else uh, regarding the New York uh Giants training camp
1: situation? No. Oh, I I think they'll figure it out soon. Let them get on the field this week. I think all that all that off-season nonsense they'll finally like hitting somebody and not getting reprimanded for hitting the opponent.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Now let's go to Carson Wentz injury. Uh, This is really, it's really sad that he got injured. Uh, Hopefully he heals up as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. Like we've been seeing Wentz for the past few years has been struggling with injuries. I think it was 2017 was the year. He was looking like an MVP caliber quarterback. It looked like Philadelphia Mm. Eagles fans were all happy. It's like we finally found our franchise quarterback. Then sadly on a play in LA against the LA Rams. Sadly tore his ACL on a QB sneak into the goal line. He scored the touchdown, but at the cost of his knee. Luckily for them that year, they had a quarterback by the name of Nick Foles under right behind him as a backup, and he led him all the way to win the Super Bowl. But now Wentz goes down in Indianapolis. He's now an indie after an offseason trade. They have nobody behind him like a Nick Foles. They right now have two guys who are veteran backup QBs and haven't really started in games unless the the team was blowing out their opponent. They were getting blown out or it was a game where they've already clinched a playoff spot and they were going to play under center because sadly Jacoby Brissett left and is now in Miami. So they have nobody right now that is... Right now, a starting caliber quarterback or has been a backup, but has played in enough games where it's like, okay, I can trust this guy for a couple weeks until Wentz gets healthy. Yeah. This is a tough situation for Indy. I think whoever goes under center, he's going to rely a lot on that backfield. Like no offense to the wide receivers, T.Y. Hilton, great wide receiver, but he's sadly getting up there in age. You let Eric Ebron walk in free agency. Right now you're starting tight end. I believe is Mo Alley Cox, a former VCU men's basketball player. Sure. he. I mean, I've seen him make that great one handed catch his rookie year against Oakland. If you ever want to look up that video, that was arguably one of the greatest catches I've ever seen it. That was just basketball skill. You
0: never saw wait. that play? I don't think I saw, wait, I don't think I saw that play.
1: Yeah. Why well, it's Sunday ticket at the time. So it's like, I was able to watch that play, and I don't think NFL Red Zone was able to pull that one up because I think it was a 30-yard touchdown pass. It was arguably a great catch. He mossed the guy, got separation, put one hand out, and caught it, and still pulled it in for a touchdown. It was arguably one of the, one of the greatest catches I've ever seen with my own eyes.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, yeah,
1: I got it, I got to go watch that play, though. I have yeah, to. Yeah, it was not a bad catch. He is not a bad tight end. A lot of these NBA... A lot of these former basketball players converted to tight ends and wide receivers it's because they can jump like take Mo Alley Cox, for example. Like I just saw Seattle just signed uh Jacobson, the former Iowa state forward, who is a six, nine tight end. That one's going to be interesting. Tallest weapon, offensive weapon in the receiving court in the NFL right now at six foot nine as a tight end. Wait, the Jake, when did they sign Jacobson? They just signed him a few days ago. Oh. It's just brand new. He right now has a practice squad spot. Probably will maybe give him some reps in the with the third team, third string team in the their first preseason game, see what he can do.
0: Nice, nice. Well, it's a really
1: smart thing to add some height
0: to your team. I mean, especially. Especially
1: some of these former basketball guys with these 40, 30-inch verticals that can easily moss some of these defensive backs, some of these linebackers safeties, it doesn't hurt. And football, no, it doesn't. And like these guys, it's like, it's quick to learn, to learn the position of a wide receiver. all You need to know the routes. You need to know like how, who to block in situations and blocking situations, or even as a tight mm-hmm. end, you just need to know the sets, be willing to take a hit and just reel the ball in and take the hit. And yeah, like it, it takes time but some of these guys have been able to learn it quick like it's it amazes me it amazes me as a former football player that some of these basketball players who have probably haven't played football since their peewee days or maybe even high school days they're able to pick up the game after four or five years of not playing it and able to go back to what they were doing before it amazes me yeah it amazes me too well, here, let me get back to Wentz's situation with, was ever under center, he's got a good back. He even has good backs with Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin. I saw him play in college against Florida Atlantic. I I honestly thought he was a first round pick. I got to say, Indy got a steal with him in the second round in last year's draft.
0: Yes, they easily, did. Yes, easily they did.
1: could have been with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I thought Clyde should have gone earlier. Kansas City made a great pick with him. Yes, they Indy did. made a great Indy made a great pick with Jonathan Taylor in round two and he's got a great little back behind him. He's never been a pass catcher. So the nice thing is you got Naeem Hines who you know is going to be a pass catcher out of the backfield. But the nice thing about having a pass catcher out of the backfield is you can get the defense with draws. You could get them with screens. Like it always works like this two back system, which I think whoever goes under center will rely a lot on Taylor in the run game a lot of Heinz with the dump off passes. I think he'll be fine for a few weeks, but it ultimately comes down is will Wentz be out for 12 weeks? Like the estimated recovery time is five to 12 weeks. If he's out for 12 weeks, you got to go out right now and trade. I say, go grab Nick Foles from the bears. Bears want to get rid of him. I think it's a win-win situation for Indy. It's his former offensive coordinator. The man that he was under when he won a Super Bowl. I think it's a win-win situation for Indy. Go get Nick Foles. He knows the offense, can easily adapt into that offense. Has good weapon. Has some decent weapons. and could easily win them a few games until Wentz comes back.
0: Yeah, I well, I I agree with you about Nick Foles. I mean, especially having that offensive uh, coordinator familiarity, I think yeah that really helped That would really help a lot. And then I think uh, Nick Foles can make some really solid throws. Yes. So
1: yes, he can. Yeah, so I, I I think
0: it's a really, I think it'd be a really good fit for and him. It would be
1: easier for him than Chicago last year. I think it would have been easier for him last year in Chicago. If Tariq Cohen sadly never went down with the torn ACL. Yes. I think I, that would have helped him a lot as having that pass catcher out of the backfield. I think if Heinz stays healthy, I think Nick Foles can excel because you have that weapon. That's like, Oh, nobody's open here. Let me dump it off. Let me dump it off to the back and let him get like five, eight yards. And then look at that. We got two yards to get the first downer. Or maybe we got the first down on a little dump off and he was able to make a quick move, got the first down, got out of bounds.
0: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think having Tariq Cohen um, for the whole season would have helped Nick Foles a lot for sure. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at him when he won the Super Bowl in 2017 with Philly, look at his running back core. He had, I believe it was Boston. No, no, not Boston Scott. What's what's the guy's name that played running back for Wisconsin before uh, before uh, Jonathan Taylor? I forget what his name was, but he was like you know an undrafted rookie free agent. Hold up, let me pull him up. I met him. I met him at a broadcasting program in Philly. Hold on, I'll get his name. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm trying to think of Oh man, did I post that picture? Okay, I got it. Corey Clement. Corey Clement. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. To, sorry, he was a, yes, like he pass catcher, good back, good runner. I believe they had. Did they have at Blunt that year? I don't know. I don't remember. Do you want me I to go check? If you want to, because I forget who was the lead back because Corey Clement was the pass catcher out of the backfield, but who was he the twenty seventeen? Roster, I know this is killing me. Like, I should know this, but it's like, who was it? I want to say it was like Garrett Blunt,
0: it was Corey Clement as the running back, and there was another running back. Uh,
1: they had like Blunt. I was right, it was Blunt. Like, look at that. that. That's the same situation as Indy be perfect for him you got a power back a bruiser in taylor and then you got a pass catcher out of heinz it's a win-win situation for nick Foles. he can excel in that offense he's got some decent weapons like i said before easily can win him a few games and, and then once comes back healthy he assumes his starting role again it's a win-win situation for indy yeah
0: it's totally a win-win for indy uh yeah, uh hopefully Wentz heals up as soon as possible.
1: Yes. Sad sadly has not been able to stay healthy ever since that torn ACL. It's yeah. just terrible. Great quarterback. And look at him, him and Jared Goff, the top two picks of that draft are now in are now on new teams. Goff is in Detroit. Wentz is now in Indianapolis. Yeah.
0: All right, do you have anything else regarding Carson Wentz?
1: Nope. I think I hit it pretty well.
0: All right. Yes, you did.
1: You did hit it pretty well.
0: Uh yeah. Uh think that's pretty much it. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh Jake, thank you for coming on.
1: Hey, no problem. Always fun to talk football. Always
0: yes. Fun. It's always fun to talk football with you as well. And you're welcome anytime. Thank you. No problem. All right. Uh take care, guys. Have a good one, Jake. uh, Have a good one as well. Thanks, you too. No problem. Thank you. All right. See you.